You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 55, which, of course, Sammy Hagar can't drive. Original air date, October 27th, 2020. And if you catch this on the original air date, did you know it is officially a Travel Tuesday? Hashtag. When when did we start giving (laughs) names to everything? Taco Tuesday, although it was Taco Thursday at our dive bar. Clearly (laughs) clearly they're off. (laughs) Wine Wednesdays. Throwback Thursdays. Exactly. I know. There's a day for everything. But you know what? In my opinion, I think every day should be travel day. It has been a full year since we launched Travel Talk Weekly, and thank you so much for joining us to get your travel fix. And what a different kind of year this has been. We never would have thought of this a year ago, but yeah, we are so ready for 2021. And lately, we have been getting a lot more requests that start with this, and I'm actually going to read an email we got from a client who had two trips that they had to end up canceling, and they live in New York. And I just got this email yesterday, pretty much goes like this. Hey, Carrie, I hope you and Rob are well. We are wilting from the lack of vacation here. The cabin fever is strong. Or the new name, Revenge Travel. It's time to get out and travel. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely going to be working on a revenge travel trip for this person because they want to get out. And New York has so many restrictions on where you can and can't go. So we're telling people just to sneak out. No, we're not telling people. No, we are not. (laughs) We are not. We do not want any of our clients to get fines. But it's really tricky because if you go to 36 states in the U.S. and you could return back to New York, you have to quarantine for 14 days. So this is very tricky. And as we plan our shows for the coming year, we'd love to hear from you and learn what you'd like to know more about in the world of travel. And this could be a destination you're interested in learning more about, maybe some travel tips, pretty much anything travel. We would love to give you information and provide a little bit of entertainment, I hope. So head on over to Facebook or Instagram and drop us a note. If you do have a few minutes, a five-star review would mean a lot to us. So if you don't mind, you could leave us a review, please. Yes, please. We like reviews. We actually haven't asked for any for a while. And don't ask, you don't get. Funny thing, huh? So I am just coming back as of yesterday from a fun weekend getaway with my best friends from college. And that's what's inspiring this week's topic, weekend getaways. We are hearing more and more from people that they're just tired of being home, especially in the states where restrictions are really, really high, like we just talked about, like New York and a few other states. Even if you are in one of those states, you do still have options and starting with a weekend getaway is a great idea. So every year since college, me and my two best friends would get together once a year for like a four-day, three-night weekend getaway. And we have been all over the country. We've gone on all kinds of budgets. We've gone when they each have had babies they've had to bring along. We have gone places that were close to one of our homes or somewhere just completely far away. And what I've learned is for this type of getaway, you do change like what you do on these weekend getaways the older you get, like our trips that we did in our 20s are very different than the ones that we did in our 40s. You and I just did a weekend getaway at the beginning of the month for our anniversary since we could not be on the cruise we had planned. And then a couple weeks later did a 
longer extended weekend because your brother and his family were in town, so we all went to Disney. Yeah, we're doing a lot of trips this month because I guess I've had three weekend getaways in the month of October. <laughs> I'm going to have two, and that's it. You're, you're winning three to two. <laughs> weekend getaways, though, are super fun because they can be really simple. You can pack light, and there really isn't a lot of pressure to pack in like a week's worth of activities. So on this show, we're going to share some ideas and also give you some tips on how to build that getaway that fits your travel style. Like I'm pretty positive when you go on a weekend with your girlfriends, it's very different than if you and I went to the same place. Oh, yeah. And you and I have gone to some of the same places that I've gone with my girlfriends. And it's a very different type of vacation. So most of your weekend getaways are going to fall into one of three categories. It's going to be a staycation, which is to a place that's somewhere within driving distance. It could be a city that you fly into, so like a fly-in, fly-out, big city tour, or it can be an off-the-beaten-path adventure, something I call more rustic. Regardless of which type you choose, before you plan where, decide what is the overall goal. Is it just to relax and unplug, or do you want to go out and see things and shop and you know go out to some really cool restaurants, or do you want to explore like a hiking, biking, or be, like or some active nature-type stuff? Nature-type stuff. That's not us. It is not. (laughs) But once you have an idea of the experience that you want, then you can move on to answering what I call the three key travel questions. Where are you going to stay? How are you going to get there? And what do you plan to do when you arrive? Just showing up without a plan is a plan for disaster because you'll end up just sitting in your room trying to figure out what to do, some last minute stuff. And believe me, because we've been there and done that. Yeah, and we do usually just end up hanging out in the hotel room, and then we kick ourselves going, wow, that was a waste of time. We should have done a little more research. With my girls trip, because this is kind of like our break to reconnect and have no responsibilities whatsoever, because both of them are moms. One is a stay-at-home mom and does some part-time substitute teaching. The other one has a full-time job. She has a couple kids. And then I have my wonderful husband, of course, to take care of. (laughs) But it's just nice when we can all get together and it's like, we don't need to worry about anybody, which is kind of fun. And, you know, we usually what we do, though, is we will make a list of things to do in the city we are visiting. All of us will do a little bit of research. We'll come up with, oh, I heard about this really great restaurant or, yep, there's this site that sounds really cool or here's this museum. And one person's usually in charge for the year. And this year I was in charge, but COVID kind of messed it up. So I'm going to ask for a do-over because it was not the same. That is for sure. We usually, you know, everybody who goes, we just come up with something really, really simple and we don't overplan anything. A few years ago, a new term kind of hit the travel industry, the travel market, and that is a staycation. Now, how many times have you explored the city you live in or with an hour or two away? And for us, this is going and maybe staying down at the beach. And for you, it may be just simply going to your downtown. If you don't live close to downtown, maybe it's an hour away from a major city and you just want to go try some famous restaurants. And this is where you really need to know if said restaurants are open. (laughs) Yeah, very important. Now, when you do a staycation, if you you just want to enjoy the pool at your hotel, make sure that it's going to be open. I know that sounds like a small thing, but very important. Also, check and see if they have any possible construction or refurbishments that may be going on at the hotel. Right now, I know a lot of hotels are taking advantage of the downtime that they've had or the low numbers, the low occupancy to do a little work on their hotel. And then, of course, it's very important, especially if you're not used to going into the city or to some of the places that will be within driving distance, 
always check and see if there are going to be parking or resort fees so that you aren't surprised when you show up. And if you want to park and not drive during your stay, which is something we prefer to do, in advance, see what the dining options are or if there's alternate transportation. Like here in St. Petersburg, our beaches, down there they have a free trolley that you can jump on. And lots of the downtown places here will have shuttles. When we were in Delray Beach, Florida, we were there for a couple days working, they had little mini cabs for a small fee. It was something fun. Uber is also an option as well. And right now I know this isn't going to be a problem, but in the future we hope it will be a problem. Also check the calendar for the city or the destination you're going and see if they have anything like festivals or sporting events and concerts that are going on. Because if there are these special events that attract a pretty big crowd, that's going to make it very different in terms of getting into restaurants and area attractions. Like we have the Super Bowl coming up here in Tampa Bay. Yes, we do. I would not plan a staycation for that weekend. We should plan a leavecation for that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We always try to do something new that we've never done before. Just because it's your hometown doesn't mean there isn't something fun to try or to do. Like in downtown Tampa, Right down by the port, they have a really cool victory ship. And I know one year we weren't we weren't going out of town, but it was still something fun to do in the area over in Tampa, and that was visit a victory ship. Yeah, see, little things like that. You never know. There's lots of little gems around there. Now, this next kind of getaway is flying into a city, and this one is probably my favorite. You and I have done several of these, and sometimes we combine it with a work tra- trip, and a lot of people will do that. Like, let's say you're called to work and you have to go to Houston. Might as well stay the rest of the weekend and enjoy it with your spouse, have them fly in. But I love the city life. I remember last year we were doing a video shoot in Houston. And one of the guys that I went to junior high and high school with, he and his wife live there. And they've come out and we've said hi in St. Pete when they were traveling. We're like, hey, we're in town. Why don't we go to dinner, you know, grab some drinks? So it was fun hanging out with them. We've done New York City a couple times, Chicago. Cleveland was clearly for work. No offense to Cleveland. (laughs) Uh, San Francisco was amazing. At least it was back then. Uh, Vegas, of course. San Diego. And we even went to L.A. for a celebrity poker tournament. That was fun with Shannon Elizabeth and Jenny McCarthy, who became personal friends of ours. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun trip. That was a perfect little weekend getaway to the big city. Yeah, just a couple days. Yeah. Now, right now, there are some super prices in a lot of the cities because many of the hotels are anxious to get heads in beds because a lot of the business travel has been pulled from them. And then there's also some pretty good airfares that are out there. And here are some things to do if you're flying in. Do some touristy stuff, whether it's a museum, if they're open, a park, the iconic things like Times Square, New York, except for a while since Broadway is going to be closed till next summer. But these are some, some things you can plan for in the future. Yeah, like last year, we went on our girls trip, we did Boston. And we totally like we walked the trail, we did a bunch of like the total touristy museum type things. And it's actually pretty fun to learn something new about the history of the city you're visiting. Now, I personally love to check out some fun dining options that you can only get in that city. You know, I'll go on, okay, what is that city famous for? And then try to see who are the top places to to go and try out the local thing that they're known for. Like if it's Chicago, it's got to be, for me, hot dogs and deep dish pizza. You do love your pizza. And if you go to New York, it's also pizza because it's a different (laughs) kind. Wait, and if we go to St. Louis, what is it? Then it's thin crust pizza. (laughs) I see a theme here. I think the key tip here is when planning where to stay, the location is going to be key in the city. Most cities will be walkable, 
So you kind of want to put yourself in the heart of the action so you can either just walk to where you want to go or just grab a quick cab ride. These trips are also fun when you build them around a sporting event like right now. If the World Series was played in a normal year, people would be flying in and trying to get a ticket to the game, and that would be awesome. Plus, you can go to like the local bars where here in Tampa Bay, hopefully when when this airs, the, the Tampa Bay Rays will, would have beat the Dodgers yeah, for the right? World Series. <laughs> and I'm really glad that at least here the bars are open because we've seen, especially when the Bucks are playing, the Rays are playing, when the Lightning were playing, the bars and restaurants were starting to fill back up again, and that is just good for the economy. Yeah, that's a really fun reason to plan a weekend getaway. I, I still want to do that for a Denver Broncos game with you sometime. I'm in. And if you do like this idea, but aren't sure what city to travel to, like maybe you're going, okay, I like this idea, but what city should I go to? I recommend starting with one that is a nonstop flight from your home city. Always nonstop. That's usually yeah. my rule. Well, especially for weekend getaways, because you don't want to waste a whole day trying to get across the country. Yes. I like to use Google Flights. So they have a really, really cool tool. If you've never tried this, just go to flights.google.com. And on the homepage, look for, there's going to be like a little map image. And this is if you're doing it on a desktop computer. And right above it, it says Explore Destinations. If you click on that, you can pop in your dates and the map will tell you what the best flight prices are to cities that you can travel to from your home city. It's pretty cool. And very important in these times, if you're planning a trip like that in the next few months, make sure the state you're traveling to or from doesn't have quarantine restrictions like we mentioned earlier. Right. And that's been one of like the toughest things of planning my girls trip this year because my friends live in Colorado and I'm in Florida. And there were a lot of states that we could not travel to. We ended up just going to Denver. However, they both live there. So it was more of a staycation for them. And I grew up in Denver. So it's not like this was all new. But hey, still, stayed downtown and just did kind of the touristy stuff downtown and enjoyed some great food. The last type of getaway would be an adventure-type trip. This is probably one that's become very popular this year because that's the most social distance option. This would be something like a camping trip or you know, heading up to a cabin in the mountains close by and renting a cabin or flying to a place if it mountains are not close to you and just enjoy the outdoor activities. Our niece, who lives in Utah, has totally been into this lately. I swear on her Instagram, she's going somewhere like every weekend. And again, she is in Utah, so there are a lot of options. She's really turned into this outdoor girl, which she she's always been a little bit like that. But she packs up her truck, her mountain bike, and her fishing gear. And this is her idea of a great weekend getaway. More power to her. It also helps when you live in Utah and you have a ton of the outdoor options like that. That said, we've mentioned this before, most of you have some kind of national park and some nature places within driving distance, no matter where you live in the U.S. Personally, I am not a camping type person. Never have been. But I do like hiking. I like doing some of that when kind of stuff. When is the last time we went hiking? It's been a while. Walking around our pond doesn't count. <laughs> I, you know, bottom line is I just like a hot shower and a comfortable bed at the end of a long day. Well, another option for that would be to rent an RV, which has also become wildly popular, and just rent it for a few days and do some camping. And for the effort, you may want to make this at least a three-night getaway, and there are a ton of RV companies out there that will rent you an RV for you know a few days. It doesn't have to be the weekend. If you're unsure about how to work it, they'll walk you through everything. It's like, it's like renting a big truck kind of thing that becomes your home for a few <laughs> days. And that's also a great way to see if you if you like that type of a trip. It gives you a chance to experience an RV. So if you want to buy one down the line, you can. I know somebody that did a trip like that and then 
went and purchased one because they had such a blast doing it. I know you want to do an RV trip at some point. At some point, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm telling you, not my jam. We'll do it if you really want to. And right now, because a lot of those traditional vacations, like going on a cruise or maybe heading over to Disneyland, are still not operating, but you still want to get out and do a vacation, and you're just, you know, you're like, oh, I got to travel. Sometimes these weekend getaways are to the perfect little cure for just kind of being felt stuck somewhere. And I know one of our agents lives in Southern California, and they usually go to Disneyland a lot. And she said... A few of our agents out there do. Yeah, a few of them do. And they decided, because they'd been so cooped up from the quarantine and stuff, they ended up going and just renting a place on the beach out in Southern California once those beaches reopened, where they could just like get out of the environment they had been stuck in for a long time. Yeah, and, get away from the house. Yeah, and she said that was the perfect thing to just kind of recharge. I mean, these vacations are very important if you can't take a full vacation, just do a weekend getaway. Travel is good for the soul. And you may learn something new about the city that you live in. If you want some help planning a weekend getaway or any vacation for that matter, reach out to the Creating Magic Vacations agent who shared this show with you. Or if you don't have an agent, you can reach out to us. One thing that'll happen when you at least get a trip on the books is you'll feel some sort of a little bit like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, I'm not going next week. Maybe it's not even next month, but I've got a trip on the books. Now you've got something to look forward to. You can start your plan. You can start your travel countdown, like how many days till you're traveling. So thanks again for listening. We'll leave you with this quote. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only a page. And while a weekend getaway may only be one page in your book, it's still a page to turn. And remember this, it's never too late to start exploring. <laughs>